Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Book of the Month podcast. This month we're talking about vampires. <laughs> Even though it's not spooky month? No. I don't even know what month this is coming out in. June? Mm-hmm. June, I think. May? Uh-huh. I mean, every month is vampire month. When they secretly rule the world from the shadows. Yeah. Also so- called the Illuminati. No. This is not Gargoyles. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Wrong show. But it could be. Uh, <gasps> I am one of your hosts, Rachel, and I'm joined today by Katie. That's me. Dan Evanson. Hello. And Peter Schaefer. Hi, 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 hi. So, what do you guys know about vampires in literature? Well, they sparkle. Oh. No. <laughs> so I know everything that I've read in the last 15 minutes, thanks to Wikipedia. Uh, Wikipedia should be paid more. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, Wikipedia carries the, the heaviest burden. Um, the, the, the earliest known written vampire story is from 1819 by John Polidori, and it was called The Vampire. Uh, I wonder, I, get, I think vampire is from folklore, at least the term vampire. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. This is the earliest known written yeah. work. Um, but I, ha- I happen to know, thanks to the book that I read for this episode, <laughs> yes. that vampires are from all over. There's vampire folklore kind of everywhere. I, I think that, yeah, the, I don't have a lot of information on it to hand but the the most interesting one that i recall hearing about was hopping vampires which i think oh uh, yeah. like from japan I think they were japanese yeah are you think or is that hopping zombies no okay uh they have undead blood sucking undead from japan uh, tend to in popular culture i guess have been that sort of odd hopping and they have that weird it's not weird but it's got it's like a like a gray pallor to their skin, and then they have usually like some sort of tag. seal yeah. tag like hanging over their face. Yes, like a veil. Yeah, yeah, very strange. This is not vampires, but it's the blood sucking thing, the tubacabra. Oh, yeah. Isn't it's, it the Mexican goat vampire? Yeah, the goat sucker. Yeah, it's, it sounds hot. I want to suck your goat. Yeah, that's <laughs> don't don't do that. I guess it, it's not a, vampires, but it's vampire adjacent with the blood-sucking elements. Yeah. I mean, much uh, like... What is it? You find find your cows in a field drained of blood or something? or No, mutilated. Cow mutilations are an alien thing. I don't know. I've never lived in cow country. Yeah, I've I've also used Wikipedia and uh, the list of uh, the list of names for vampiric creatures in folklore is extensive and long. <laughs> but it's both uh, extensive and long. Uh, the worst blood-sucking thing I know of is horseflies, mosquitoes. Yeah. Horseflies are worse; they actually hurt. Mosquitoes are worse because they hurt. Days Malaria. later, after after I've ru- r- scraped my own skin off of my body. Yeah. I was trapped Even in a... Even horse flies are giant and they're really scary looking. Yeah, I was trapped in a... loud. 
I was trapped on a boat that wouldn't go and we're surrounded by horse flies and it really hurt for the night. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's one of the many reasons I hate camping is cuz I was in a river one time and uh, we were just sort of standing in the river and I was assaulted by a swarm of horse flies and like the only <laughs> I was like, I don't know, 8 and everyone around me is just like, "Quick, get under the water." <laughs> And then I would, and then I came back up, and the horseflies were just hanging out <laughs> waiting for me. So terrible oh. advice, all other adults. You could have just left, too. Uh, Yep, that also, <laughs> I, I think that's eventually what I did, like swatting huge horseflies off my body as I ran for a tent, I think is what happened. Yeah. And uh, then I stopped going where there were horseflies because the outside world sucks. <laughs> I like camping, but horseflies suck. Um. So I've got a whole list of countries with vampiric folklore creatures. Any any requests to know what? How many of the continents are on there? It's it's all of them except I guess Antarctica. I don't know if the scientists. Yeah, I want to hear about Antarctic Antarctica vampire traditions. Uh, well, just, let me control F. Hold on. Let's see if. Well, Antarctica. let me tell you about the giant nope. vampire penguin. You may have th- heard of it as an emperor <laughs> penguin, but it's actually vampire. Well, I've had that nightmare where penguin has teeth. <laughs> okay, and I need to correct. Apparently, there is a short german poem called the vampire from 1748 you know a good 70 years ahead of the the short novel the vampire there are six entries for germany on this list uh one is alp just alp oh yeah that's in i know that because i fought some of those in the witcher (laughs) of course (laughs) there's the Blutsager. Uh, yep. Uh, we got the Doppelsager, sometimes spelled Doppelsuger. We got uh, the Natsuger. Um, I don't know. Peter should probably be reading these. I probably should. Where did you get your list? Uh, I searched for... Fam- uh, I don't know. The name of this article is Vampiric Creatures in Folklore. Yeah. I, I'm assuming through it that like the vampire myths were, were con- are convergent um, are convergently told as in there was like parallel thinking between different nations since they're uh, spread over every continent excluding Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Kind of like how most cultures also have a version of the dragon. Yeah. Oh yes. You can go listen to our discussion about that on episode. Fill in the blank Five. here. Yeah. About, it's named Dragon. It shouldn't be that hard to find. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What is your opinions on vampires? I, I like werewolves better. They're played out. <laughs> yeah. Vampires I are... I don't think anything's ever really played out, but I think we've seen an awful lot of vampires in the last couple of decades. Uh, I play, I'm blaming the paranormal romance uh, genre for that. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you. Yeah. I, I don't. I, it, it is one of those. I don't know genres. I guess mm-hmm, where or something. It's easy to bore me. 
if you if you if you're not doing something new with it, I guess you should. Yeah, that's why I really liked my book because it was very different and kind of spooky. Yeah, but then you also get the other side where people are like, "That's not how vampires are," because you changed it. That's not the you know. Bah, well, everybody it's... changes things. Everyone makes the story their own, which mm. is the same today as it was when people were telling folkloric stories. Yeah, I mean, just the nation of Greece has eight different iterations of vampires, so they we've been we've been messing with what vampires are for a long time now. So <laughs> no no reason to stop now. If you got a new take on vampires, go. One for One of it. the entries on the list of vampiric. Creatures in folklore is simply named Peter Blagojevich. Congrats, Peter. Thanks. <laughs> You're now but my, a Blagojevich. But my, name, but my name's not Blagojevich. It, it is now. Oh. Peter Blagojevich, welcome to the podcast. Thank um, you. Even you can take it in modern literature with like the Dresden Files. That has at least two different types of vampires. Three. Oh, it has three? I yeah. Two. Wasn't that wolves? No, no, no. They uh, also have, uh, yeah. The the Dresden Files tend to incorporate as many different uh, versions iterations. of whatever it can. Yeah, yeah. No, it has. Uh, what is it? The Dresden Files has the red court and the white court. That's what I know. The, and there is also the black court. There's, yeah, uh, uh, which are are it's they're they're considered nearly you know more powerful but nearly extinct because they're weaknesses were the traditional vampire weaknesses of garlic and holy water or, and whatever sunlight. sunlight well every i think they're all no not all of I them i think they're all sensitive to sunlight no not the, the white cord is is does not care about sunlight and in fact they're more like succubi than vampires yeah they mm. feel feed on sexual energy or i don't know if it's sexual energy or emotion it's vague yeah <laughs> it's it's whatever happens when you're getting it all Oh yeah, getting it on energy—that's what they like. Let's not discuss this. Have again. you guys, uh, have you guys ever uh, seen what they do in the shadows? I have. Uh, gross. I wanted to. <laughs> Wait, it's a thing. It's Wait, a, what is this? It's a comedy movie about vampires, about a, a group of vampires who live together um, in New Zealand. In New Zealand by uh, Taika Waititi. My friend keeps trying to get me to watch it, and I'm just being lazy. I, I haven't seen the, the TV show that they made afterward, but the original movie is great. I, I watched, so I've watched both seasons of the TV show, and they, uh, the first season's pretty good. The second season is, is just spectacular. But they introduce a character in the show who's, I think his name is Craig. Uh, Fucking And Craig. He's, a, he's an energy <laughs> vampire. And he just hangs out in offices, oh, uh, draining the life out of out of like cubicle workers. I bet they don't notice. <laughs> no, because, because no, they don't. Like just, just like people just passed work. out. Yeah, it is great. It's great. He's great. <laughs> he just goes around boring people, mm. and somehow that like feeds him. The people are just bored to death. I don't know. For some reason, I try to like rationalize vampires to me since they don't have a heartbeat. That makes sucking blood. Entry makes sense to me because it could be like replacing their own blood since it's not being filtered throughout their body since it's not moving. Rachel, are you being academic right now? Yes. <laughs> well, in the the best known vampire role playing game, uh, you know, Twilight. 
Is that is they have they made a Twilight role playing game? <laughs> no, I don't know. I hope not. I, I just had to, I'm gonna to try to, to throw that in as much as I can just to be no, the I'm biggest pain in the ass. Twilight <laughs> RPG. Is that a thing? It's probably just a dating sim, let's be real. I mean, there are a bunch of games with the name Twilight already in them, but uh so far it doesn't look like they're referring to to the infamous Twilight <laughs> of vampire fiction. Um but uh, so so in that game, you need to spend blood to activate various supernatural powers. Um, so you 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 acquire you acquire blood to recharge. I think they call it vitae or something, depending on the edition. And uh, you have to you know you 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 exhaust expend you expend that in order to to use up your your vampire energies um so so yeah i could see like you know in a way you don't have a heartbeat you need to pull this stuff in because it has life essence that you need and then when you need to do something you know vampiric you you have to push it propel it through your body and and use it up and then of course you need to get more where does it go after i think you've just used up it's it's (laughs) vital essence is yeah. it kind of like gas in a car it just kind of yeah yeah you, yeah the, the like vampires, gas in your car comes out yeah, the, the back vampires end. fart they fart uh blood gas it's totally <laughs> there we go. Thing. Yeah. it's all in the books it's for real i i promise <laughs> yeah um again since they don't have the heart the their blood is not getting filtered too and that's part filthy uh, blood yeah so that's about it well, but like, if their blood's not moving around in their body, do they all have like arthritis? Yeah, how is how are their muscles moving? Oh, do they I, still? I don't think that kind of thing ever really breathe. gets adequately explained. I love. Did you guys ever watch True Blood? I watched some. True Blood all implied that uh, vampires have no bones; that they're what? literally just sacks of blood. <laughs> when did it imply whenever that? You would, they, whenever they killed vampires, they just exploded. They would explode in huge like a, like a water vats balloon. of blood. Yeah, like their skin was around, but they were just they were just liquid on the inside. That makes no sense. It's uh, great. So they're just hy- hydraulic <laughs> pumps. Yeah, something like yeah. They were basically like you know how insects move with like sacks. Sucky. <laughs> those vampires were. Yeah, those vampires were invertebrates. Um. That's weird. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. That show this never. Is the TV show or like in the book? Yeah, that was the TV show. In the books, I don't think they, I don't think they make that implication that I remember. Speaking of weird vampire anatomy, I read this YA book recently. It was called The Hunt by Andrew Fukuda. Apparently, vampires got it on by the male putting his elbow oh, no. in the girl's armpit. Uh, and just like rubbing it back and forth and that's how they got their jollies off why Mm. why (laughs) i don't know and they didn't laugh they would scratch their wrist to show amusement what how like if you're going to introduce something (laughs) as absurd as this you have to explain it or just be absurdist on the face of it why 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 i just don't know like, where did this scratching a wrist evolve? What? Where did this trait evolve from? Why? Uh, I don't know. Just 
I just don't know. It was never explained. It was just like I, I had to hold back my laugh because I was pretending to be a vampire. So I just scratched my wrist instead. I was like, what, what? the fuck? And then they don't even like really explain it all. And it just kind of happens and like, and then she scratched her wrist and I knew I was okay. And I was like, what the fuck? It was a weird book. That is a weird book. One out of ten would recommend. <laughs> so not at all. <laughs> so very little yeah. recommending. <laughs> very yeah. little. I mean, if you want stupid fucking vampires, yeah, go for it. You want stupid vampires fucking? What? That what? was her book. That was the, her other book. She no, read my other book. The one that I read for this month was stupid was vampires definitely fucking. Yes. Lots of yeah. sex. Yeah. Stupid vampires. Well, well were the vampires stupid or was the fucking stupid? No, the <laughs> fucking was great. Let's be real. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no. Am am I doing this now? I don't. Know. Let's. I guess we can continue well, on with our discussion. Let's yeah. Let's before we get to the books. I don't know. So you've got your classic vampire. You have your uh, ridiculous vampires, like in my ridiculous book. vampires. <laughs> we got the sparkly kind from the Twilights. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have you have uh, very you know dramatic, tragic figures like from Anne Rice. Uh, you oh that's I would also include Alucard from um, what that video game series. An- anime anime vampires yeah. can be their own category. Yeah. <laughs> Vampire Hunter D in there. Yeah. Uh, gross, super gross vampires for, like. For everything that Guillermo del Toro has ever done, mm. uh, horror. I, I guess. Love, I l- guess horror vampires would fit better for that. Yeah. Well, Guillermo del Toro never found a monster he couldn't move its eyes to, a uh, to another part of, of its body. body on. <laughs> so. I love how he took the the franchise of Blade and just made it the worst. Wait, wh- <laughs> actually, I love that. Blade? I love. He he directed Blade Two. Really? That's yeah. That's I mean, the their the their face faces open up. In. He was like, yeah. He's like, vampires are boring. Let's have their jaws become actual mandibles. Oh, that's awesome. Ew. Yeah. I didn't realize he directed but, that. I need to go back. Then and they watch can it reverse again. spider walk up a wall. Well, I mean, that's super normal. fun. <laughs> with their with their weird leech tongue hanging out of their mouth. Okay, I might have to watch that tonight. You never seen Blade Two? I have seen it, but I might have to go watch it oh, again. Oh, okay. Man, that scene in there doing the autopsy—it's it's been a while. Oh, I, it's I a great yeah, movie. The, the first one much better. Mm-hmm. Isn't the I've first one the one where they say, you know, was it where where Wesley Snipes says some motherfucker always trying to ice skate uphill? Yeah, that's like the climactic line of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> he's where he's literally been kicking. Uh, vials of some chemical yes. into another like guy coagulant or whatever yeah um if, since we're talking about movies i really like the underworld series even though they're really bad oh yeah they're fun yeah uh, i remember the first movie just blew my mind with how much i loved it and then all subsequent entries into that have been very lukewarm but mm-hmm. But fun to so, some extent, y- and mostly because they disappointed me on how little the the movies, the sequels cared at all about what the first movie set up. Yeah, it's. I mean, honestly, most of what I remember about the Underworld is Kate Beckinsale 
not what you think. Um, the very first time we see her when she leaps off a building, the way that she hits the ground and you know comes right back up into a walking stride is just done perfectly. No matter, I don't mm-hmm. uh, decades ago now, um, but they just did that that landing as though jumping off a skyscraper or whatever it was was no big deal. Um, it was just flawless that execution. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed it because it's really dumb, even though it's dumb violence. But and also, why is Kate Beckinsale in a um, unitard? Why is she wearing some kind of really tight something something? Because yeah, because that's what people want to see. Yeah, I know. I mean, she looks good in it, so I can't deny that. But (laughs) you can Um, try, but you would be wrong. Yeah, though, and also, I I can't recognize Kate Beckinsale without the black hair that Celine has. I'm not sure I would recognize Kate Beckinsale if you put her right in front of me. She also plays the main villain, I think, in Total Recall. The, in the, the new one. Oh, in the remake? Yeah. Well, that does not help me. Yeah. But very few uh, things help me. Yeah. Uh, only reason I mentioned that particular movie is because me and my dad watched that movie entirely through, and then we got to the credits like, Kate Beckinsale was in this movie? <laughs> 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 uh, she was a main character? What? Mm-hmm. You know what else I love about that is that is is uh, that movie has werewolves and vampires in it, and then they're like the ultimate monster. Is the werewolf both vampire. These things are combined. The werepire. The vam wolf. The vam. They just call it the abomination. Yeah, I thought it was the hybrid. <laughs> Maybe they call it the yeah. hybrid. I don't know. Have you guys? Oh, they call it Michael. Oh my god, it has a name, guys. It has a name. Uh, well, Michael, and what's <laughs> the, the character of the movie? Well, also the child, whatever her name is. Is a child? In the fourth movie. Oh my god. That's when I started, like, okay. Because, like, oh, right. Because she, because Celine is a hybrid by the end of the second movie, right? No, she's not in, or the, like some, she's not in the second movie. I don't spoilers. Think. No, yeah, she is. Cause, oh, yeah, okay. No, she, We're getting deep into spoilers <laughs> in Underworld. So, in the second movie, it's, it's Michael that's not around for a while. Oh, right? I'm because, thinking of the third movie that's set in the past. Right, right, right. In the second one, it, you find out that vampires uh, and and werewolves all come from like one family, yeah. yeah. And like Different the progenitor, the, the dad progenitor is there, and and Celine like gets his blood and turns into some kind of like p- pure changeling. I don't even. She's really, like, you're just immortal. She's just like immortal. Extra. She's extra immortal. And she can like walk in the sun and things like that. Right. She's a daywalker. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the second. I don't. Yeah, the third one is then uh, oh, yeah. is, goes into the past, and it's the origin story for uh, the two blinds. Yes. Well, it's the origin story for the the, the the war between them. The lead werewolf in the first movie, his it's his origin story basically. Yeah, because like the the werewolves used to protect the vampires as they slept it during the day. Right. They were they were a slave race. Yeah. All right. Well, so that but that never really made sense totally because like the brothers seem to get along. What? I don't know. But then there was the, you mean then the progenitor the... werewolf was just like a huge. He was just a giant white monster. The background for this movie. Then the fourth one had like entirely for action and make and co- looking cool. The background doesn't entirely make sense. What? <laughs> okay, listen, I brought this up for a very particular purpose. What was this purpose. particular purpose, Dan? 
It's so that I could send you this YouTube video link <laughs> and that we would then watch it. About, we can't I see watch Ghostbusters. It it's like a minute. Yes, no, we're going to watch it right now. <laughs> you really you want us to watch it right now? You want, oh, I could just share my... I don't know yeah. if I could share my you screen. Can. I don't know. Does YouTube let you stream? Uh, I should. All right. Let's see how this goes. I... This Fuck it, I'm great, editing like, this. Just do it. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, all right. Let's watch this thing. <laughs> okay. This is a clip from uh, from Ghostbusters, uh, the cartoon. I didn't know this out of cartoon. Are you sharing your screen, Dan? Oh, am I, am I doing that? Gosh. Okay, never mind. It's fine. I thought we were just watching it. Oh, I, would, I thought we were gonna. Watch I turn my volume up so it, it can be recorded, sort of. It's like a minute. Maybe you, you you could probably stop it at like a little later on. I don't know. Why is he gone blonde? <laughs> Have you guys never seen Ghostbusters the animated series? No. Oh my god, you guys. This is where I became obsessed with the idea of vampires and werewolves merging. Why? Uh, this is maybe stupid. I don't know. But <laughs> Did they get the same guy to voice uh, Vankman in that? that okay. Oh, God, another that, video started. Oh, that sorry. voiced okay. uh, uh, Garfield? Garfield? Yep. Famously, the guy that voiced Garfield yeah. became the guy, the voice for Peter Vankman on the show. And then the movie, Bill Murray, yeah. actual Vankman, and became... Garfield in the in the Garfield movies. Right. It's one of those did you know that Lincoln's secretary was Kennedy and Kennedy's secretary was Lincoln? Yes, it's one of those things. That was weird. Except with vampires and werewolves. And I, and you see a weird vampire grow hair and then a werewolf sprouts wings and my tiny little twelve year old brain was like, I want this forever. So, so you're clearly. I'm you're sorry. Clearly I apologize writing, for my my writing brain. a sequel to this. Yeah. I, how was there never a follow up episode in this? I've watched a lot of Ghostbusters the animated Isn't it series and the never talked about it again. Uh, yeah, that's right. How could you not? Know I should. That, yeah, Dan. I did know that. You were just saying just it incorrectly, I, Dan. If you've ever seen the other Ghostbusters show, you know it's not worth even referring to. So. Ah. Well, I have. I like to pretend it doesn't exist. There's a monkey in that show. So. Well, monkeys are cool. Mm. Not that monkey. It's terrible. Jeez, harsh. Well, sorry, I uh, ground the show too. Well, <laughs> that's all, all we have. So that's all we have time for today. Of, uh, oh no. Oh, no. Try uh, right, listen. Tune into Nostalgia at. Plus, <laughs> where I'm I'm totally likely to force everyone to watch no. episodes of Ghostbusters. No, no, real Ghostbusters. Nope, 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 nope. There's another episode that. Oh no, it's got nothing to do with vampires, so we don't need to talk about it. We'll talk about it on Nostalgia Plus when I force you guys oh, to watch good. this. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so, 
a vampire show is actually a vampire and werewolf and ghost show is actually one of the shows that has the worst season f- series finale ever. Being, Being human, the yeah, U.S. Talk- version. Yeah, it's I talked about this before. It's absolutely terrible. I only watched a little bit of it, mostly because I hated that actor who's the vampire on that show, on the U.S. version. The guy who played Aiden? Yeah. yeah. I but only watched the I love British the British show. version. Yeah. yeah, the British version's good. I tried to watch Although the, I I tried to watch the U.S. This. version after it, but then it was like the first episode, and he's like, hot guy striding through, and it's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Turned it off. I had no idea what was happening, so I quit. I like the vampire. I like the werewolf's love interest. She was cool. Um, I'm trying to remember who that was. Nora. The I, she worked for. So it's okay. I don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that show was terrible. No, Rachel, you're fine. It's not a comment on Rachel. <laughs> oh no, it's. I have terrible taste in TV, mainly from watching the Sci-Fi Channel forever. So is this show worth watching, no. except for the, not really. fin- the finale? Not particularly. It was okay. Ah, okay. It was something to watch in the 2010s sometime. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't think I actually watched the finale for the British version either. So I didn't like the British version because they, I did, it was very campy to open with. I was like, eh, I wasn't into it. I thought it was cutesy and adorable. and But then all the the main three, you know, the vampire, werewolf, ghost, they ended up getting replaced and it, mm. it was like, it was <laughs> really, it was, yeah. They had a new I ghost, a new it. vampire, a new werewolf. Terrible. That's weird. Yeah. I bet Stephen Moffat had something to do with that. He's he's ruined a lot of British television. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like some of his Doctor Who stuff. It just got repetitive after a while. Same. I love Doctor Who. Mm. I won't stop watching it, but I don't like the newer. Yeah. I really hate the newer seasons. With with the. Um, I forget her name, but the, lady. the first lady doctor. Yeah, I really. It's not good storytelling. They've made some very odd choices in that. Yeah. The main one being a complete lack of vampires. Yep. So what? I'll talk to Dan what, off uh, the air about this. Yeah. <laughs> do but we want to get into books? Hold sure. on. If you guys do want to watch a vampire TV show, my sister, on the behalf of her, I will recommend the series, the originals. Isn't that a spinoff of something else? It's yes, it's a spinoff of Vampire Diaries. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, my sister's in love with that shit, and she named her car Klaus because it's a hybrid that like he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, pretty. This sweet. one's for you, Nan. <laughs> I <laughs> I watched that like four hour long video essay that uh, what's her name, Jenny? God. I'm terrible with names, which is bad because I'm on a podcast show recording about things. What, what do you mean you're on a podcast? Get, what is a podcast? Ginny <laughs> Nicholson uh, has on everything about the Vampire Diaries. It's the Vampire Diaries video, capital the, and it's great. You should definitely watch it. It's Even if you don't care at all about Vampire Diaries, it's a fantastic breakdown of everything that's crazy about that show um and stupid and also good uh, i know my dad watched it because it had uh, claudia black in from some of the episodes uh she played an important she played a main cast character in farscape that my character my dad liked oh farscape yeah that's oh, right i was gonna her. say uncharted but yeah the 
Yeah. Elf. Pseudo elf chick. Elf? She had pointed In ears. Farscape? Yeah, pointed no, ears. No, Claudia Black was the uh the she was people Aaron. from the, the lizard the lizard person race. Oh. Where they couldn't overheat. She's like the she's the primary love interest for the yeah. main character. I thought they I thought they had pointed ears, so that was what I was thinking elf. There's a different sort of albino character I think that had pointy ears. Okay. It was like a priestess or something, right? Well, no, that's the, the plant person that you're thinking of. Who's yeah, there blue. was the blue priestess oh, yeah, who was bald, oh, and then and there was the the girl with with like super white skin and the white hair with the dark roots. The, okay. The punk Chiana, I think. I think that was the priestess. No, the priestess was the blue plant lady. Well, thank you yeah. for listening to our Farscape podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was a horny Yoda. Oh yeah, that horny the, that Yoda. Yeah. Let's talk remember about. Remember fondly. I volunteer to go first, then. You volunteer as tribute. <laughs> go, go, go. Well, step onto the altar. Yeah, so I read Fledgling by Octavia Butler. I loved it. Uh, it was great. Basically, this, the main story is the main character is a vampire, and she does not have any memories of her being a vampire, and it's her going through trying to find out what happened to her family and why they were murdered, and it's basically that plot line. It's great. Uh, the vampires are done really cool. They have to have human symbiotes uh, to feed off. To feed off of, they have like eight human symbiotes, and it brings up great in conversation about consent because mm. the symbiotes kind of don't have control over because the venom in vampires is it addictive takes, it, or something? Yeah, it's very addictive, mm. particularly the female vampires and the male vampires in this. I'm. Can't, I think I think they're called Inna. The the recent vampires is called Inna, hmm. um, and they are uh, the female venom is super addictive in, particularly to male um, Inna. So like they go into like the history of how like female like the biological reasons behind like the venom and things like that, and like. How, like, they have clans of sisters of vampires that would go after clans of brothers of vampires for mates. Huh. So. Well, I, I love only, Octavia Butler, so I'm happy to give that a chance. The only super creepy thing is the main character presents as, like, a 12-year-old girl. So that's super creepy. That is. You're right. It's definitely our three-year-old tent, but I still would have been glad without it. Hmm. Yeah. Because it's... It's rem- it's reminiscent to me of like the Japanese anime trope of like this is a twelve year old girl but she's actually a hundred and something or other. Ah, uh, but it's I hate that trope. It it's reminiscent of that trope, but it has different intent behind it. But it still creeps me out. Is the character like a gothic Lolita sort of no, character or no? Uh, what kind of setting does the book take place in? Uh, Washington State. Yeah, Peter. What? What did I do? It takes place in Washington, so... No, it's my fault. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Take responsibility for this fictional Uh. setting. (laughs) So, like most of Octavia Butler's work, it does deal with racism, and uh, particularly in this one, it talks about consent and, like, uh, challenges your opinion on consent. And uh, I believe this is the last of Octavia Butler's um, bibliography. It's the last, last book. It was really good, super short. I loved it. Uh, the only qualm I have is the 
main character is super t- young and it creeps me out because she makes love with like an, an adult male character and it freaks mm. me out okay. uh, it's supposed to but it still freaks me out yeah, that's fair um i don't yeah it's just like i don't care this is intentional i don't like it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well sir I would recommend it to all though it is horror there is horror elements to it so if you're squeamish I wouldn't try it that much that's basically my review Dan was supposed to read Dan was also going to read it this month but he didn't and he missed it I didn't you missed out I bailed I read a different book what was it Dan yeah what was it the book that I read was called the Historian by, oh boy. Elizabeth well, Kostova? Kostova, yes. Elizabeth Kostova. Thank you, Katie. I had to look at it on my shelf. <laughs> um, I was going to, uh, fun fact, I was going to read this for our first horror episode, but it was too long and I decided no. <laughs> yeah, I burned through it in three days. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's not a horror novel. It's not... I would I would say it's almost not even like is it not fair? Well, it's definitely it's definitely about vampires, but vampires take up a very small percentage of Is it historical fan fiction? No, it's no, I wouldn't say that. Is it It's um Is it literary fiction? It's very literary, yes. Uh the the and like I I read some notes that the author made in some interviews and stuff that, uh, you know, her intention was very much to not write a horror novel that she didn't really want to write anything genre related and, and instead was trying to be very literary. So, uh, I, I mean, it's called the historian because the primary plot of the, of the novel is to, is people hunting for various historians that get lost, <laughs> Uh, I don't know why historians keep getting lost. Well, no, I do. I do actually. They do explain why the historians keep getting lost, but uh, because they never come out of the library, that's why. Yeah. No, no. The problem is that they they left. If they had just stayed in the library, they actually would have been okay. Oh, they went out. Uh, is this like your story where you're going camping? Just stay inside. <laughs> it's the horror. Yes, flies. I mean it's my advice to everyone. Yeah, avoid. You'll never get in a horror novel. No, wait. Nope. I was about to say if you don't leave your house, but there's plenty of horror novels about that's people stuck in houses. There's also so. dom- that's also domestic horror too. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, the, the this is a this is a very long story. You're you're definitely right about that, Rachel. I think the audiobook was like about 26 hours long. Uh, and it's about sort of it's it's three stories told in parallel of three historians, each sort of walking the path of the previous timeline, looking for the the previous person to some extent uh, because they've gone missing. And so these three kind of timelines are all telling different stories about people hunting Dracula across the world. Uh, And it it mostly leans on the actual historical Vlad Dracula guy from Wallachia as it was when uh, he was around, but is now Transylvania. Um, and it's, uh, you know, like, it's very much like, um, I don't know, a smart person book. Like, it's about smart people 
uh, doing smart people things, reading books. There's a lot of like uh, perspectives in the books that are just people reading letters that they've found from various historical sources uh, because all the characters, almost all the characters are historians to some extent. Even like the straight up vampire hunters are just historians because that seems to be like the only way to track down Dracula is find a letter that some monk wrote in 1634 about how vampires are the worst. So uh, <laughs> the, the two people that need to be historians to tra- uh, track weird things, if you're a vampire hunter or a time traveler hunter. <laughs> uh, I just like yeah, the idea. Wow. Just, How is there not a time travel vampire story? Is probably, that a thing? Oh, well, okay. Not to uh, complain too much, but you recall um, Deborah Harkness's awful discovery of witches. I try not to. Yeah. I almost read that uh, just to hurt myself. Yeah. But. Well, you recall me talking about it and, and the witch falls in love with the vampire and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the first book, they use some kind of magic something or other to go back in time so that they can find someplace safe and learn some kind of secret about something. Um, I will never Fine. I will never know what they're trying to learn because I'm never picking up another one of those books. <laughs> um, but but they yeah, so if you want your time traveling vampire yes, one it exists. They do the Superman thing and they just turn back the clock, huh? No, no, they they the they, they, they go happen. time walking. So they change, oh. you know, they move into, they move eras rather than, you know, rewind. Oh, something. okay. Um, it would be, I would be more engaged by, you know, hello, we are time traveling vampires from the future. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> that would be way more engaging and interesting and compelling and fun than anything Harkness has written, I'm sure. I, it'd be really interesting to be a vampire in time traveling because you, you can live forever. So. Oh. <laughs> you can just hang out. Yeah. There's no rush. Yeah. Get back. I mean, we've seen vampires do that in various media where they just like hibernate for a hundred years and then they wake up and like, what do you mean? Guns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, what? it's social media. <laughs> hey, uh, somebody no, no, liked no, my tweets. Don't oh god! Don't put these ideas into the universe, guys. They're already out there. I promise you, ideas yeah. are cheap. Yeah, I mean, if I wanted a time travel book, I would just reread um, the first fifteen lives of Harry August. Which uh, sure, it's that's contained time travel because they they live throughout their lives in the same cycle, uh, and then they when they die they repeat, but huh. they keep all their memories. So. Great. Middle school must be the worst of those guys. <laughs> uh, most of the time they have a society that plucks them out of places. It's just like, okay. Like, uh, after they find them, they like have the society of time travelers that pluck, pluck them out of their homes and be like, okay, child, you're basically adult. Come on, let's go do adult things. Now you're getting back to your 12-year-old having sex problem. <laughs> well, not the adult things as in having sex as in adult things as not going to middle school again Rachel Rachel is, doesn't mean it when she says adult things she means taxes yes oh right yeah. ew <laughs> 
Those are due tomorrow, by the way. Oh, no, they're not. No, we got an extension, right? Yeah, they're due in May, I think. Oh, good for us. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this book of the historians, uh, it's pretty good actually. I mean, I enjoy books that are probably that think they're very smart, you know, do you know, you guys know what I mean? Uh, as long as the book is not pretentious, I'm okay with oh. it being smart. No, no, no. L- actually, let me be very clear. Rachel, you would hate this book. Oh. <laughs> it is pretentious as hell. It is super pretentious. It is, it is. There's an entire chapter where I think they spend more words talking about the quality of the breakfast at the hotel uh, rather than vampires and oh Dracula. <laughs> oh, I think I would be super bored. I'd be like, can we get on with the You would be now? so bored. But I actually, <laughs> right. I enjoy it. I mean, it's really... But Dan. It's really... Be- well, but how was the breakfast at the hotel? It was it was pretty great. Listen, I, I was so hungry during that whole section. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, and that's that's one of the th- like it's not to me it's not distracting. I I enjoy books that use ten words where one would do, uh, you know, that's th- just my jam. It entirely depends on the writing style. Like Aaron Mogenstorn or Robin Hobb, I'm like, you could do nothing. I'll be very happy. Uh, like. Uh, the night circus i'm just like i'm just floating along while things are happening and enjoying the (laughs) atmosphere but But, uh, you know at the same time this book is um like very historical very accurate very you know there's through so it takes there's three time periods there's the 30s the 60s and the 80s i think uh and the they're all told what, I mean, I didn't do a lot of fact checking, but it felt very period appropriate all the way down to like, you know, the sort of evolving uh, stance on the various uh, female characters that are there and the how they have to navigate the world. Uh, whereas, you know, but like sort of by the 80s, the, those concerns are mostly in the background for uh, for these for the main character, the like actual sort of present day storyline, I guess. Um, although this novel was written in 2005, but, uh, I think the eighties storyline is like the most recent one, but it also deals, you know, it's, it, the, the characters hang out in Constantinople and Budapest, you know, they're in that sort of part of the world a lot. And so it definitely feels like this author who I think is from that area has, uh, you know, spent a lot of time there and, and, you know, there's like whole sections of the book that really seem more like a travelogue or, um, you know, that they're, that they're way more interested in like what's, what's happening in the world at those particular moments than they are necessarily about, Hey, we got to track down, uh, Dracula. <laughs> Cause there's, there's literally whole sections of the book where I'm like, what are, what does this have to do with Dracula? And the ultimate answer is we had to jump through a lot of like intellectual and bureaucratic hoops to go find Dracula. <laughs> there's literally, there's literally a multi-chapter section where to get into Budapest, they had the, the main, the, the two main characters in that time period had to pretend to be a certain kind of historian. And then they had to give like a fake lecture to the University of Budapest, uh, so so that they could then proceed on to whatever the latest Dracula mission is, uh, and it's like, it's, I've like it sounds like it should be epically boring, but it's written well enough that I think that it didn't bother me. Although, as I've said, I have a pretty high tolerance for pretension. So, 
So that was The Historians by Elizabeth Kostova. Goodness gracious. Hmm. I'm glad I didn't pick that for the horror. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been your own personal kind of horror. Well, and it's not a horror novel. Like, uh, Dracula does, spoilers, Dracula does make an appearance. Like, there are actual vampires in the book, but it's at least two-thirds of the novel before anything vampiric really happens sort of, like, on screen. There's a lot of, like, historical references of the vampire stuff and uh, descriptions of that people make of, like, oh, I'm pretty sure I saw a vampire, and he was, like, a waiter. He was the worst waiter. Uh, but let me spend 20 pages talking about the cafe and the quality of the coffee that I got. What do you mean I was uh, the worst waiter? You were the worst, Vlad. I still deserve a tip. There was blood in my well, coffee. That was a Ew. flavoring. Oh. <laughs> well, it's a gig economy, man. <laughs> oh. So. Yeah. Oh, man. Who would like to go yeah, next? Okay. Katie, who, Peter, who, who, who fight to yeah. go next. I'll go, I'll go next. Okay, I'll leap, go next, leap on this grenade. Yeah. My book actually was about Dracula as well. Who? Except, what? What? Never mind. Don't don't listen what? to me. I won't. Um, except Wait. he constantly went by the name of Vlad, because I guess that's his name. But, uh, so, you know, he's like a 500 plus year old vampire who apparently is banging this 25 year old who is you know mortal girl and she can't touch people because she touched a downed pole or a downed um, power line when she was like in her teens and now she's full of electricity yeah so now she's full of electricity and psychic and can't touch people that's what that's what happened because she touched a downed power line I guess. And not death? By the way, or yeah, I guess, or just, uh, or not death. <laughs> yeah, she's just, she's fine-ish. Was she a vampire? So I missed something. No, no, she's not a vampire. No, she's just, she's a, just a girl. An electric psychic. Uh huh. This is the book Twice Tempted by Janine Frost. This is the second book in a series, which probably is why I don't understand some things about you know. Oh, I see. Why the fuck she has that ability but whatever so dracula we'll we'll just call him vlad because they call him vlad in the book he's not a nice person what and yeah crazy and throughout the like first half of the book the girl is all like oh but he doesn't love me he refuses to tell me he loves me i'm gonna break up with him i break up with him oh no Somebody tried to kill me. I bet it was him. How oh, old is she? I can't go. She's like 25. Oh. Oh, my God. But I'm so making her sound super, super young because she's an absolute fucking idiot. Yeah, that's fair. And, of course, Vlad is like hundreds of years old or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> and they have just this horrible relationship when they are together. They're like, well... I am vampire. You do what I say. Blah. And then she's all like, well, excuse you, Mr. Vampire, but you need to become a more modern man and <gasps> accept that we are a partnership when we're together. And the, uh, spoilers, they end up getting married in this book after the whole he might have tried to have me murdered thing happens. Oh, that was and just jealousy. That's that's cool. 
That means he yeah, really but, loves her or something. But I don't. I guess he did. He didn't actually try to have her murdered. She just thought he was because someone planted that idea in her head, and then later on, so she's a crappy psychic. Yes, yeah. and because of and going back to consent, she gets turned into a vampire because she died, and then he's just like, "Nope, I can't live without you. I'm gonna turn you," and it's just like, "Hey, buddy." We need to make some rules here. She was trying to make rules, but, you know. I mean, it would be neat if it had addressed, you know, the issues around the the desires of people who are on their deathbeds or in comas and incapable of making their own decisions. And how do you know what they would really want you to do in those circumstances? Like, there are some real issues that are adjacent to this. That, that, yeah, that no, you could, she just... But no. Woke up after a car accident, craving blood. Mm, and sex. Blood. Wow. And sex. Becoming a new vampire makes you want to have lots of sex and drink blood That's, that was during my experience. the sex. Oh, my. I thought you were a robot. Yeah, I'm a robot vampire. Okay. Or am I Does a vampire or a robot? Do you have a vampire brain and a robot body? No, that wouldn't make any sense. Okay. Do you have a robot brain and a vampire body? Yes. What? Okay. What? Anyway, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tired. And no, it's like okay. awesome. All right. Well, here, I can talk more about sex with you. Um, so lovely. while they're like doing it, she's just like, and then I felt the need and I bit him in the neck. And, and then, you know, post sex, they're like, I looked like a pornographic blood gore thing. And I'm just like, what the fuck do you think you just did, honey? Like, yes. Cause <laughs> that, like that's a pornographic you... slaughterhouse worker. <laughs> yeah, pretty much is what she said. And it's just like, well, you were both sucking on each other while doing the dirty. And it's just like, I don't know. And just the amount of times that they had to change clothes because they were torn or full of blood after sex was just ridiculous. Yeah. Why are you wearing clothes during sex? Well, no, they'd like they tore them off. Rip them off, off and then to they... get to the sex. Oh, yeah, okay. and then they bled all over them when they were biting each other. It's just, it was just. They were just somewhere pointing... in there. There was so... a plot somewhere. I'm not sure where, but it was there. <laughs> so it was a sex book book with somewhat of a plot. Yes, it was basically just so that you know Christian girls can get their rocks off. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Because the the girl, I guess in the first book, because she couldn't touch people because of her lightning powers, she was all just a sweet, innocent virgin who was also a carnival worker. <laughs> oh, I don't. That seems oxymoronic. Just adding a whole other element here. Just a sweet virgin, no carnival worker. she was seduced worker. by the prince of darkness. Uh, it just, I just. <laughs> what? I heard carnivore worker. I was like, what? (laughs) No, sorry, carnival. (laughs) No, she, like, was an acrobat. Really? Because you would totally expect her to be, like, the person running the uh, how much do you weigh or how old are you booth. It's just she's freaking psychic. Yeah. Nope, nope. She was an acrobat with a dwarf um, vampire guy. Wouldn't she? There's acrobats in the carnival? Yeah, why not? It's a carnival. Okay. 
Yeah, I think she meant more like a circus? a roving circus. Car- carnival type. is a broad term. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I like carnivals are fun sometimes. When they're not being creepy or sad. Or yeah, yeah, or homes to electrified virginal psychics. Yeah. Yes. Why was she in the fortune telling booth? Right. The dumbest. Who the fuck knows? Ish. Also, if she's an acrobat, wouldn't she have to catch people? <laughs> well, no, because I, I think it was... I don't think she was, like, trapeze artist. I think she was mostly just, like, I'm gonna... Look at this ribbon! Yeah. Ribbon, 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 <laughs> ribbon, ribbon dancer. <laughs> I don't know. But I think... I also think that she had to touch people to, like, read them, but she couldn't touch people because she was electrified. That is an even worse psychic power. <laughs> this is the worst psychic ever. <laughs> I'll read your mind. Now, touch this car battery. <laughs> also, why? You're in why pain. Is, why is she still electrified? After It's superpowers. That yeah, just make she, 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 she was bitten by a radioactive electricity Power wire. Yes. Lightning bug. Uh, no, she touched a, down, a downed power line. And therefore, she is now psychic and electrified. Just accept it. Oh, and she needs to drink vampire blood. Otherwise, she, like, gets injured by her own powers? What? Question mark? Before she became a vampire? So much going on in your novel. Yeah, Yeah, before she became a vampire, she was like, I gotta drink your blood, buddy. And he's like, it's okay. I'm used to it. I guess. Uh, I don't know. So, (laughs) would you recommend this blood sex book? Only if you are in for a really wild ride that doesn't make very much sense. Also, because how like possessive Vlad was, nobody else was allowed to give her blood but him. Of course. It's so. she sound, the main character sounds like Rogue, but with a better worse storyline. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The whole I can't touch people, I kind of steal from them a bit. Yeah, yeah, no, Rogue's, Rogue's no, 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 thing sounds way, it was way more compelling. Yeah, because she has a, you know, storyline and feelings. Yeah, instead of just, ah, say you love me. <laughs> I don't want to. Glad. You can't, you can't make me. Get a toilet installed in your bathroom so I don't have to run in my own room in the morning. No, my room is my own. Why does he have a toilet in his bathroom? Well, he doesn't have a toilet because he's a vampire and they don't need those. What? Okay. That character sounds like her boyfriend should be Chad the Imperial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. And there was this other time where she's like, I do love the real him, not just this thing that I invented in my head I love you even though you have that habit of impaling people and it's just like what the fuck that's not a habit that's kind of murder you know be quiet I'm playing call of duty (laughs) (laughs) god Uh, it was it kind of reminds me of like the chilling adventures of Sabrina when the witches are this like the witch aunts of Sabrina is like let's go eat babies I'm like um yeah I'm totally oh, which, in. Which, Where do I'm we find Nelda? the babies? I can't get behind <laughs> these are our heroes and they eat babies. No. Let's stop. Uh, only the extra babies. <laughs> oh, God. No, no. 
Ugh. Ugh. Yikes. Thanks for that, Peter. Let's watch a feel-good show like Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Breaking Bad. Did I mention I just finished watching that again last month? No. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's a satisfying show. I never was into it. It's, it's, I mean, it's really stressful. Every, everything you so. just described is why you would probably not be into it. Yeah, no, it's a super stressful show. No one in that show is making good decisions. No one in I that mean, show is likable. I like yeah. Jesse when he was drinking his water yeah, and so- looking between the, the two. And he's just like waiting for them to answer. It was funny. Jesse, the Jesse is, is the, the most is sympathetic a character, yeah. I, I guess I would like at least... I like unlikable characters sometimes if they're fun to hate, but sometimes I just like one want one likable character, at least. <laughs> well, yeah. you're not gonna find it in Skylar. No, nobody likes <laughs> Skylar, even though a lot of her choices make a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't you know? Sometimes I'm just like, I can I can I like can I. Well, I think I was watching. The, I was watching the show continue, and I was like, "I hate everyone. Why am I watching this?" And I just stopped watching it. Good call. Yeah. I can't do that. I wish I could. Once I watch something, I have to watch it. You're yeah. a completionist. I feel it. They're a masochist. Um, I did that. Masochist. <laughs> I oh did my! That, I did that for Sora. Well, Dan, I've got a book for you. Never again. Katie, what was that, Rachel? What, what? Never yeah. again? I watched all of Sora online. I would definitely watch that again. Oh, I don't Sword know what that Art, is. Please. Sword Art Online. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I've heard okay. of it, but I've never bothered. It's I'd watch it again. I thought it was cute. Mm, I don't like the... It's Okay, Kirito and like all the characters falling in love with him freak me out. Well, yeah. You know, you gotta have your harem. I, but I don't have to have my harem. <laughs> you do, Rachel. I also don't want incest harem. That's I'll great. be the first member of your harem. Chad, you shut up. No. Shut up, Chad. No. <laughs> I'm really digging Chad the Impaler, though. <laughs> yeah. What? No, not, it's not Impaler, but it has to be some other... What's a dude bro term? Uh, like, Chad the, the Impaler does sound like a porn. porn <laughs> Chad the Penetrator. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not going uh, to apologize. All right. What was the name of your book, Katie? Twice tempted. I don't think we needed to know the name of that book again. <laughs> is, is there Imagine a sequel that's Frass. like thrice something? No, unfortunately, the sequel is something like Winter Hot Freeze. Hot sausage. <laughs> Hot sausage. Hot oh, sausage. No. no, they ruin it because the first one is called Once Burned. Second one is Twice Tempted. Third one is Bound by Flames. Fourth one. Oh my God, how many are there? Is into the fire, and then out of the frying pan. Oh no! Yep, that's it. So there's four <laughs> books in this series. You can read none of them, and you'll be fine. Cool, great. Wasn't planning on it. <laughs> I'll send it to you, Rachel. All right. So no. Dan, what did I read? <laughs> I don't know. What? Oh, I was. I don't know. I thought it would be funny. All right. Peter, what did you read? <laughs> I read. Uh, a book, technically I'm recalling when I read it a couple years ago, but I read a book called Fat Vampire. Oh, I like that book. Wait, is it Fat White Vampire? It's just called Fat Vampire. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought... No, by Johnny B. Truant. What? Yep. Is everyone remembering a different Fat Vampire? It sounds possible. (laughs) 
it's weird, but it sounds possible. So this is Fat Vampire, which uh, predicates that when you become a vampire, you are frozen in your current body shape for, for all of your eternity. And, uh, and whatever changes you make, you'll revert uh, back to that, that body shape that you had when you were turned. And so our main character, you know, it's been a while, so I don't remember exactly how unwilling it was. He's not like forcefully turned. I think he, he, it's one of those, oh no, I have to save your life. And this is the only way I can save your life by making you a vampire. Oh, weird. That's a, yeah, Katie read a totally different fat, fat vampire. I sure did. And for your viewing pleasure. And that's just, why would you, why would that picture <laughs> exist? Is, is what? I'm scrolling up. What? <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it's, it. It's Robert Pattinson as a fat guy on the cover of Twilight with Twinkies in the that's, background. That makes sparkly <laughs> Twinkies. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Uh, so this guy, Reggie, it becomes a vampire and he's deeply out of shape and and he discovers that unlike those cool vampires who become oh now i'm super fast and strong and i can charm people with my mind um that he, he discovers that there's some kind of balance like anyone who becomes a vampire gains you know 100% superpower, it depends on their physical shape, how that's apportioned. The The vampires of the last century or whatever have been very concerned with their looks. And so they've been, you know, recruiting only the, the most beautiful and most fit people. And so they end up with all these, you know, all of their vampire power gets channeled into their physical attributes. Whereas because this guy has bad physical attributes all of his vampire superpower goes into his brain and he becomes like some kind of super genius or something it's weird mm. um so, yes so this is we're just learning there's three different fat vampire books yes there's fat vampire by adam rex which is not what i'm talking about and there's fat which white vampire blues by andrew fox which is not what i'm talking about and then there's fat vampire by Johnny B. Truant, which is what I'm talking about. Oh. And then there's just mention... a random Photoshop of Fat, what's his name? <laughs> fat Robert. Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Uh, from one of the Twilight movies with Twinkies on there. And, and, the, and the header, when you can live forever, what do you live for? And I guess the answer is Twinkies. Accepted. I hate Twinkies. Oh my gosh. And now there's one called Fat White Vampire Otaku. By Andrew Fox. That just sounds. That does not sound like it's, it's a sequel. Be... It's a sequel to Fat White Vampire Blues. Yeah, yeah. It's. I don't know. I have my doubts that that would is going to be addressed in a culturally appropriate way. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Fat Vampire um, is actually a series of six books. Wow. They all have great titles. Yeah. Like, Fat Vampire 2 Tastes Like Chicken, Fat Vampire 3 All You Can Eat. Um, I don't see the fourth one here. Harder, better, fatter, stronger. Oh, my God. And five, Fatpocalypse, and six, Survival of the Fattest. 
I I found the first book pretty amusing, a lot of fun, uh, and and the main character got to be clever, and and uh, oh no, and save the day. Okay, now here's a picture from the movie Blade <laughs> of of Ew. a very fat vampire, um, Pearl. Ew. 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 So okay. anyway, but so the the main deleted. character gets to be clever and save the day, and that's fun to watch. Um, I felt like over the course of the series, it got a bit repetitive. You know, when when the main character pulls out like a bit of game changing cleverness every book or twice every book, it gets a bit tiresome and yeah, kind of unbelievable, annoying. But but in general, the uh, the books were fun. They're you know, lightweight, buy them on the cheap if you can, if you're going to or whatever. So yeah, you know, they're fun. Yeah. And just, just stop, stop posting pictures, Dan, just stop it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. Listen, I don't think I'm, he's sorry. I'm guys. trying to be very serious here about these books and, <laughs> and all you're doing is distracting us. I mean, listen, Dan, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so. These, these book covers are so bad, too. Like, there's just, like, a fat dude and then a sort of vaguely. Smexy lady. Woman shape next to him. Oh, you're looking at the cover for the first one? For Fat Vampire. Yeah, I don't yeah. even are know. They, I, are the other? Oh, no, I guess that is a woman shape, pictures. yeah. Are yeah, they... and don't forget, she has to walk. She has to be sideways so that you can see an all hourglass of her figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is are they self-published? That could explain the covers. I yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm pretty sure question. they were only on Kindle first. Um, who is Sterling and Stone? Uh, Advice for self-published authors from Sterling and Stone. Yeah, it seems like uh, they have only published these fat vampire books. I see. Sterling and Stone. Oh, and something called Axis of Aaron. So I guess it's, it's a couple other. It's not self-published, but it's indie published. Indie pub. Basically self-published. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're they're so fine. So was it f- fun? Yeah. Is it no? The, the first one was pretty fun, uh, and I thought that. Okay. And I think the the the, sequ- the, the series was enjoyable for a bit it kind of got like i said repetitive and and started to feel like i don't know like we're just waiting for whatever the clever answer is this time this character Um, invented the written language huzzah finally (laughs) yes that happened i mean mostly when i when i think about like the smart the super smart character it's mostly like the anime trope of the like sort of like the mastermind villain glasses kind of right yeah. Or, the Xanatos. or Xanatos. Yeah, right. right. Or Xanatos. Uh, yeah. Like Dr. Stone is probably a recent example. I've, mm-hmm. yeah. I've been three steps ahead of you the whole time. What's Pushes the, up glasses right, right. and they What's gleam. the one? I, I, Ikari Gendo is the, mm-hmm. the anime trope or, or character or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, so that's that's that thing that I just talked about. <laughs> I think I, I think personally I read the best book of all of us. You might yeah, disagree. S- well, the historian book was pretty good. <laughs> okay, in my but opinion. Rachel would hate it. Yeah, <laughs> for Rachel, I'm. I think you're probably right. I don't know. I have me and Dan have very differing tastes with things, but also very Sometimes. similar tastes. <laughs> um, 
We're, we're a real good Venn diagram where we have definite <laughs> areas where we overlap and definite areas where we do not. <laughs> high fantasy. Traditional high fantasy. Nope. I would love that. I mean, like... Sci-fi. It may just be that Mark Lawrence is our Venn diagram. Uh, I also like uh, Brian McClellan, and I like... Uh, oh, that's true, yeah. Um, but that's isn't that sword and sorcery, kind of? They just do flintlock. Uh, kind of. It's not... But a it's lot more, of the same tropes. It's more military fantasy for me. Mm, okay. Yeah. I guess I tend to think of a lot of sword and sorcery stuff. It tends to skew military... Most of the time, it's just it's just medieval military. For sword and sorcery, for me, I picture more like um, adventurers going, like a small gang going on an adventure, like questing. Mm-hmm. I like those. Yeah, but like uh, I really don't want to read the Wheel of Time, and you love Wheel of Time. That's my main example. Love might be a strong word, but I do I did like the series. <laughs> the, the Will of Time. The William. One day of we'll time. have to do like a Bill time. like a, a series, you know, as the topic, like favorite series, and I might pick Wheel of Time. I oh. might do it just so we can have a discussion about it. Oh no! Uh, what is my favorite <laughs> series? <laughs> that would be an adventure. Well, well, that's a that's Rachel's going to talk threat about threat for the future. So today we're leaving. Who are we? <laughs> I don't uh, know anymore. My name is Chad, and I totally love to suck blood. I've been Rachel. My book that I read was uh, Fledge- Fledgling by Octavia Butler. Octavia Butler, you don't, definitely should go read it. Uh, you can find me at Argent Rabe on most social medias. Sometimes I sw- uh, stream on Twitch. Uh, who are you guys? I'm Peter Schaefer. You can find me on Twitter at Shoeless Pete, where I retweet things of vaguely social importance and post little (laughs) factoids from history as though it were an alternate world. I make games that you can see at shoelesspeakgames.com. Oh yeah, you're going to be on an episode of Homebrew Kitchen uh, soon. And I'm going to soon be in an episode of Homebrew Kitchen, which is another podcast. What's happening? Thread. I don't know. I think we I should don't. get Ashley to auto-tune him, though. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send your audio to Ashley, Peter. <laughs> I'm done. Katie? I'm Katie. You can find me on Twitter at ShimmyBook, where I tweet if I remember I have it. Follow me on The Storygraph. That's a fun thing. You can see you can see the, our upcoming themes that we've got going on. And I'm, uh, yeah, I'm Dan Evanson. You can find myself at DanielEvanson.com. Uh, I totally need to update my story graph. And, uh, yeah, you can find me. I'm at SinisterInfant on Twitter. Go team. Wee. Thanks very much. And, uh, Peter, I forgot what our, our sign-off is. Thank you for listening and keep reading. <laughs>